Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. We are talking step number three tonight connection and we're talking love on the show tonight i have with me as always <laughs> my beautiful co-host <laughs> harry there hello how are you doing tonight oh i'm doing great it's so good to hear your voice <laughs> yes thank you and we are also <laughs> super excited to have with us on the show tonight again the beautiful trish march hello trish Hello. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. I might We're be excited to have you. <laughs> what? I, I might even be super excited. <laughs> yeah? Cool. Good, because we are super excited. Um, so talking about love, I think it's important that we start with Self-love. What do you ladies think? I think that's definitely true, but I think sometimes it's hard for people to love themselves. Sometimes it might be easier for them to love others first. Um, mm-hmm. Not that that's a good thing. Speak but more to that. Just, yeah, sometimes it's just easier to, you know, love the things outside yourself because there might be things about yourself that you don't like or that you, you know, don't feel confident in so sometimes self-love is hard showing yourself compassion Mm -hmm. and you know really taking care of yourself it you know can be hard and sometimes that whole self-love thing can be dependent on you know the time you have you know a lot of times when you're a parent or maybe a caretaker you know self-love can be pretty low on your priority list even though it Mm -hmm. is a really important thing right so it's you know, I think it's hard for some people to make that time and make that commitment and prioritize themselves. So I think this is a really mm-hmm. great topic to talk about because, you know, it is important that you take time to take care of yourself. You, you can't really take care of other people unless you take care of yourself. And that is you so true. Really, yeah. yeah. I think sometimes good. we're all trying to talk. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes <laughs> even um, – it can feel like um, it's a selfish thing to take care of yourself yeah. or yep. to do things for yourself. Yep. I know for a long time I wouldn't do really anything for myself, and then I wouldn't, like, spend money on myself. Or um, I would even to the point where I, like, um, or, like, I just I felt like I had to get permission to buy things for myself or do things for myself. Um and then I kind of flipped and went the other way. <laughs> mm. And oh, then I'm like, okay, okay, we we need to find we need to find a balance. Mm. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, for a long time, I was like, oh, the kids need this. Jay needs this. You know, Jay works so hard to make this money, and then he doesn't get anything fun. So you know, I can't spend money on myself or do something fun for myself when he's not getting something fun. You know, and I, I played that game with myself for a really long time. Um, 
and then I let that go <laughs> for the most part. I mean, especially, especially this year, I've invested in myself so much this year. And it, I mean, I had a lot of conversations with my, with my will of fear this year about, can I really spend this money on myself? Can I really invest in my business this much? Can I really, can I really keep doing this? Um, you know, taking time away from being with the kids and just things like that. And, um, it wasn't easy for sure. I mean, especially when, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm going to buy my favorite kind of ice cream. It's, you know, the, the purchases were a lot bigger. And so it was, um, it was, you know, a really huge challenge this year for me, but I did it for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, that's great. And do you feel like you're in I balance? also had a lot of support, though. <laughs> so. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's important, right? It's a, mm-hmm. like you're never going to change or, you know, having support in general is just really important. You know, mm-hmm. Rhonda always says you can't be fearless alone, but that support's a key so factor. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about yeah, you, I, you guys I, decide I who wants to go first? <laughs> I was going to say, um, I really feel like this topic is important right now because this is really the season of connecting, right? Like these holiday Mm -hmm. times are time where people are connecting so much and, you know, connecting with others, connecting with themselves. Um, You know, so it's really a great time, you know, no matter your religion or what your beliefs are, you know, people are, this is the season of connection. Right? uh, Yeah. I think that um, one thing that Rhonda always encourages people to do every year is to really do a hundred acknowledgements and a hundred gratitudes. And to me, that's a huge effort of self-love uh, for my self-love mm-hmm. for myself with the acknowledgements and then connecting with others in my gratitude. Um, mm-hmm. So I, cause I started yeah. that effort and I, I was thinking about it and I was like, wow, like this is, you know, there's no other way to really recognize all the things that you do and really give kudos and cheerleading to yourself then to write acknowledgments and then to really see like the progress that you've made or the decisions you've made, like the choices you made this year to really dedicate yourself to your business. Like, I mean, those would be huge things on your list of acknowledgments, you know, and, and things that you can really be proud of and show how much love you have for yourself. Right. Like, um, mm-hmm. so I've been trying to work on that as part of my, you know, connecting with myself and really, showing the love I have for myself in, in the things that I've done this year. Yeah. I was, thinking yeah. About. I was just going to say that, uh, yeah, that for me, when I first began the journey of self discovery and transformation through fearless living and my, my greatest sight at the beginning of this journey was, uh, how important it was to to love myself, and I I've really been a spiritual person my whole life, and um, recognizing that when I studied the example of for me, my higher power is is my heavenly Father and His Son Jesus Christ, and and learning that when I read the scriptures about uh, the the Ten Commandments, and and the one being that you love your neighbor as you love yourself being the second greatest commandment, loving God first and then loving your neighbor as yourself. And 
thinking, well, you know, if I love my neighbor as much as I love myself, then I really don't think too much of my neighbor. And mm-hmm. recognizing that in order to to really give to others and to serve others, I had to learn to give to myself and love myself. And that was a huge revelation for me. And it was that recognition that if I did love myself, that all of a sudden there was enough love there to uh, fill my cup and for my cup to overflow and be able to serve others. And so it's been uh, probably about the last uh, 10 years that I've understood what that meant and how monumental that was in my own personal growth to give myself time to allow myself space to recognize that I was of value and I had to go through that process of recognizing my own value and my own worth in order to love myself and that then translated into what Kelly you know Kelly's kind of talking about where you you're then able to allow yourself to um, experience uh, gifts of gifts of time, gifts of uh, financial investment, gifts of um, engaging with others, gifts of reaching out to make connections in order to love other people as well. And that has been probably the biggest transformation in my life in the last 10 years, allowing me to have joy and to have peace and to, recognize how compassion works in giving that to myself in order to give it to others as well as to give myself peace in order to have peace with others to give myself connection to my soul in order to connect with others it was this whole idea of uh, you know that I was of worth and that that meant I had time and space in the universe that was worthwhile and of value and that once I valued it I could then share that with others. So when we talk about connection and self-love, for me, that was my greatest um, insight or my greatest revelation that allowed me to become a coach and to want to share that with others, I think, is is my, you know, it's just my greatest uh, gift. And when we think of giving gifts to others at this time of the year, um, it's, it's that gift of you are of great value and because you're of great value you're lovable and then in turn you can love others and share that value with them as well so yeah it's uh, my favorite topic to talk about <laughs> yeah that's, made such, mm-hmm. such a difference yeah that's such a difference in my life yeah that's an amazing testament to, to the work that you've done in the the changes that have happened for you that's that's amazing i I know that from a self-love perspective, I, I, you know, spend quite a bit of time beating myself up about things. You know, I live alone and I don't have children and stuff. So when I'd come home at night, if things didn't go well in my day, I would spend quite a bit of time spiraling down on my wheel of fear and just, just beating myself up all over the place. And uh, just, you know, doing the work and, and being dedicated to, to finding a different way you know, I was able to really come to, you know, a half balance of, you know, just really giving myself, you know, that self-love and building my confidence and doing my acknowledgement and following my intention to be open and present um, in my life in all circumstances so that I could really, you know, change the way I was feeling about myself and the way I was treating myself. 
So, again, I I believe that it really was a huge transformation for me, too, and really um, changed the way I felt my, about myself and the value that I felt, um, the worthiness that I felt. So I think that that was an issue for me as well, and I probably a little bit of a different approach, but still definitely believing along the same lines, you know, of, uh, you know, treating others how you would treat yourself. You know, and I, I definitely... You know, as I was beating myself up, I'm sure that I was judging other people as well. Um, so I I do feel like oh, yeah. there's been a huge transformation yeah. in what I'm doing as well. So I, I definitely relate to everything you're saying there, Terry, and I thank you for sharing that because that was a, an eye-opener for me. Because, um, you know, I, I do know that I was beating myself up, but just to see how that, you know, that transforms and then you have the self-love and you have, you know, different tools to support yourself, it's... Um, that's an amazing connection uh, of stories for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think I see that. I see, you know, being Kelly's mom and watching her um, step out and, and, and take up more space and be able to have a voice and not even, you know, being her mom, not even realizing that she had, had felt that, you know, felt that way because she'd always had value to me, but, that hadn't been translated into her uh, loving herself. And yeah. so really, even as much as I loved her as her mother, uh, she she didn't love herself, so she couldn't really participate in that uh, love mm-hmm. being given for herself either. So it's like this re- reciproc- reciprocation of the love that we feel for each other. Unless we love ourselves, we can't really benefit from the gifts of other people's loving us so it's it's like mm-hmm. it's foundational it's like the beginning of everything is learning to love yourself yeah 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 it's, it's huge yeah that's that's definitely something that i that i discovered because growing up you know you always or i would always hear speak for myself i would always hear that you can't um you can't love someone else if you don't love yourself and i was just like oh that's so I don't believe that because I love tons of people and I don't like myself at all. And, um, you know, I learned that my love, I was giving my love with conditions. And so it wasn't real love um, because it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily unconditional, right? Because I was giving my love so that, that you would like me and you would, you know, do this or that with me. And I think that, um, a lot of people give have expectations with their love, and I think they also have expectations with their connections. Um, and I think that, that that's why we can get into a lot of trouble in this time of year because, um, you know, people have certain expectations, especially when it comes to who shows up at their Christmas party or what kind of gifts they give or get, right? But when we can truly love ourselves, a lot of that doesn't matter, and I think that um, that's that's the biggest the biggest thing that I've learned in this in this you know most recent journey of you know loving myself more um, is that as I love myself more, how other people react or behave towards me matters less, and that's that's a huge thing for me. Um, but also, I can. Um, I can believe someone when they say that they love me back, um, which was something that I didn't really 
um, I didn't really believe before, right? Because if I didn't love me, then, um, and you said you did, well, I can just say, well, you don't know the real me. Or, you know, right? My fear had all of these comebacks for that. But as I've learned to love myself and really um, accept myself, um, when you say you love me, I can believe you. I can I, I can start like, to trust that. Do you feel like the what? quality of love you have for other people is different now that you know how to love yourself? Well, I think there's less strings attached. I don't know. Um, I mean, so I'm sure it's different. But, um, I mean, I feel like I really, I feel, I've always felt like I'm, I've, I very much care about people and love people. I don't so much get so wrapped up in other people's lives anymore. Like when they're there and in front of me, I'm loving them to the most that I have, you know, and then when they walk away, I kind of let them go um, to a certain degree, you know, and before I would, I, I would um, make myself sick worrying about people and their problems and um, you know, how can I help them? How can I, support them how can I you know basically fix whatever's going on in the lives so that they can be happy I don't take on that responsibility anymore and I think that that's that's a big thing um, because I felt like I really had to do the most I could for people so that they would you know allow me to stick around right that's why I didn't speak up that's why I didn't take up space because if I took up too much space, if I spoke my mind, if I disagreed, if I said no, then, you know, these people in my life wouldn't want me around. They wouldn't love me as much. They wouldn't need me. Um, And so like that has definitely changed. That has lessened um, immensely. Um, Now with certain people, it's, you know, the, the habit is, you know, very much ingrained. So there's still places where I can improve, but, um, like with friends mainly, like I would get so attached to friends and, um, and then get so hurt that they hadn't attached to me at that same level. And it, like, we had only known each other for, you know, a day or <laughs> a week or something, you know, like yeah. I just, I went all in, um, with everyone and not everyone wants all in, not everyone deserves all in. And um, that's a lesson that I've learned as well. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think, um, you know, some of the stuff that you were talking about with uh, your friends, I I would feel like I do a lot of people pleasing, um, trying Mm -hmm. to make things work out, you know, just trying to to keep those friendships, right? And, you know, I feel like now I love people for where they are because I can love myself for where I am. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. almost like I, you know, I, I'm not going to expect something more from them than what, than where I am. Right. And I don't have to fix them either. You know, that's, mm-hmm. I think a change in, uh, in how I, how I love people now. So that's mm-hmm. been an interesting, interesting change for me. Yeah. I, I really don't, um, or at least I try. <laughs> to not judge people for where they are, what they're doing, the choices they're making. Um, when they directly affect me, it's a little harder. But um, yep. 
I um I that's one thing that that I get told a lot that you know, one thing that people appreciate that that they don't they don't ever feel judged by me. And I think that that comes because I'm judging myself less. Um, and yeah, so I totally agree with that. I, I think the more that we love and accept ourselves, the more we can love and accept others. Terry talked about that. The more we can see our own innocence, the more we can see the innocence of others. Um, and, and, um, and I think the more that we, we can love ourselves. We can feel that love. We can trust that love that we're receiving from someone else. Um, and also I think we can see when it's love and when it's not, you know, it kind of helps with the whole discernment, um, aspect around that too. Um, at our last workshop in, uh, Seattle, Terry and I did a workshop in Seattle and we talked about this when we came to the step of connection, in the workshop and how we talked about connecting and that it's also important sometimes to know when to disconnect from someone. And I think that when you love yourself more, you kind of understand those connections that you've been seeking. What are ones that you've been seeking out of fear and what are ones that you have been seeking out of freedom, you know, and you may have some connections in your life that aren't healthy and that you maybe need to step back from and disconnect from. And I think that that, that is also important to look at too. Absolutely. And uh, it's interesting as you change, I mean, you definitely see a change in the relationships around you. And I think that the huge effort towards self-love is really finding those people that are going to be, the right people for you to have in your life to help support you and for you to support them and for you guys to really build each other up um, versus, you know, the potential of, of, you know, bringing each other down. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's, that's a great point. I didn't actually even think of that, but that's an awesome point. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's important to think of and, um, You know, even, you know, just energy, you know, we talk, Trish and I talk a lot about energy with each other and, and seven, like knowing the people who drain your energy, know the people who, um, energize your energy, you know, and not to say that you can't hang around people who drain you because my kids, you know, can be very draining sometimes. So I'm not going to stop hanging out with my kids, but being aware of that, right. And, and taking little bits of time for yourself, doing little things for yourself to take care of yourself because you know that certain things are going to drain you. Some people, yeah. their jobs are energetically draining, right? So what are things that they can do to support themselves, to connect with themselves, you know, to show themselves love during the day so that they yeah. don't get home and, like, can't function, right? So, it's, you know, awareness being the first step, you know, it plays into all of the others. And so, you know, getting really aware of where you might want to plug in or where you might want to unplug is important. Yeah, that's that's a good point. A really good point. Yeah. Is Terry yeah, still there? What? Okay. Did you ask? I, I, I heard it. 
Yeah, well, I heard a noise earlier that sounded like someone had gotten Uh-oh. cut off, and then I hadn't heard you for a while, so I was just making sure. <laughs> you probably can't get a word in it, but... <laughs> I am. Mm-mm. And then points about self-love and, you know, really having awareness about your connections. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's important. So, Terry, what do you think is the number one tool that someone can that someone can use or that you used in your process of of uh, you know connecting with yourself and really starting that process towards self love? Like, what's a tool? Well, for me, Trish already talked about it, and that's keeping uh, your writing your gratitudes and your acknowledgments. If I go a day without doing that, it's, it just disconnects me from myself. And I started, I don't know, maybe six months ago writing an intention every day as well. And yeah. that has increased uh, the level of support from doing that. So now that's just a common part of my daily routine of writing my acknowledgments and, and my gratitudes is to include an intention for the day. And that's still my number one go-to support mm-hmm. tool for for doing that. And just, you know, I think the risk formula as well is really helpful, you know, where I just release my attachment to outcomes and, and ask myself what I'm committed to and, look, mm-hmm. you know, move forward. And we just started a, a group in our coaching community that's really been supportive as well where, I'm writing down daily the things that I do to build my business and just any way to keep myself accountable to myself engages me in the process of loving myself and giving myself credit and not beating myself up because that, I think that's the most dangerous activity in terms of not loving yourself is beating yourself up and just... Mm -hmm having expectations that you're going to uh, reach these certain outcomes without without having any flexibility or being open to possibilities and just being rigid because then when you don't reach those things, you beat yourself up for not doing it and you start set this self, uh, this negative, you know, talk to yourself about how you're, you're just not good enough, you're not a value, you just, whatever you tell yourself that's uh, limiting your, capacity to move forward so acknowledgements mm-hmm. and, and gratitudes are my go-to tool yeah acknowledgements are the antidote to beating yourself up so yeah that would definitely um that one definitely supports um supports me as well uh trish we have just over two minutes what is your number one tool that you would like our listeners to know that supported you or you think is supportive in this process of connection um, so I agree with acknowledging intentions, but one other thing that I've done is I made a list of things that I could do to support myself or to show myself self-love, and then I try to do something, even something small, like a couple times a week or every day, just to be compassionate with myself and supportive, you know, whether it's taking, mm-hmm. you know, deep breaths during the day or just, you know, doing a little meditation or just, you know, making sure that I do my acknowledgments but having like a little list of options so that it's not so hard for me to figure out how I could do that. Um, 
mm-hmm. is one is one thing that I I really has really benefited me in addition to the acknowledgments and intentions. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think having a list is I think having a list is really really good. Um, like when we start off with our proactive behaviors, we have our list of five, right? Our five go tos. Yep. So you could definitely yep. have your list of five go tos if you're in a moment and you really need to you know, show yourself some extra love. You can have that go-to list um, and, um, you know, do something on it. I love that. That's great. Thanks. We have 90 seconds, the lady just told me. But, um, yeah, I love everything you guys have said tonight. I appreciate you coming on the call again, Trish. Trish is going to be with us, I believe, once a month. So we're super this year. So I'm super excited um, to be having Trish with us so much because you bring so much to the call. I appreciate awesome. so much thank you being you. here. Well, I would thank you. you guys, if I have a minute, just to say, you know, thank you so much for having me on the show. And this is really useful for me just as much. I love talking about all these topics and connecting with you guys, but just really reconnecting and anchoring with all these topics and these, um, you know, tools has been really amazing for me the last few months. So I really love, you know, connecting with you guys. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Good. Yeah. That's what it does for us too. <laughs> That's why we keep doing it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love the show and I, I love that our listeners are actually listening, but I think we really would do the show even if we only had a few. So, but we do appreciate all of our listeners coming back each week and listening to the recording or, um, You know, however you listen to it, we appreciate it. We ask that you keep doing it. And um, we will continue with uh, step number three next week. And we're going to be having Daniel Fung, the dream maker, on the show next week. So be sure to tune in for that. And um, until then, everyone, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. Good night. Night.